frozen wasteland, haunted by the undead and the dying. What is there to do but survive through the graveyard of horrors and a garden? Hello and welcome to the Tale of Bone and Ice, a D&D podcast that is not only spooky, but chilling as well. Chilling, because this is an adventure where our three noble wanderers are thrust out into the icy post-apocalyptic world and are challenged and guided by our equally noble dungeon master. Today, as always, we have Kander playing big boy Goliath fighter Condemned. Uh, we have Grimheld playing little baby Sukunkana Akalashtar. Me, Marilyn, playing Golden Dragonborn uh, Love Boy Paladin Maris, and our ever fearless DM Brian playing every literal thing else in this crazy fantasy world. So let's roll our. Uh, we do a thing that I stole from a different podcast where we roll uh, D20. Everybody does except for DM because I do all the rest of the legwork. Which podcast? It was Dice Populi. They are incredible. They have a rotating cast of uh, DMs every season, and it's a really good, entertaining time. I especially loved It Came in the Night, which was Ryan Mossbarger. So everybody, roll your d20, and whoever gets the lowest has to do recap news, which is a phrase I stole from Dames and Dragons. Oh, no. <laughs> I got a 15. 14. Two. <laughs> I was literally just saying how I didn't take any notes. Um, other than the pronunciation of Sukunkana's name. <laughs> <laughs> so on the last session, we met our adventurers, the three of us, and we had we were told to go to the town of Con- Con- continu- Continuance. <laughs> we have to go to Continuance uh, to make more trade with Bill Luckyfoot, so the, it's like the next town over or some shit. He's got two feet. One might be a rabbit. We're not sure. We're still that's the jury is out on that. Uh, we have to we have to bring bones of the undead back to our place, which we got because we killed a bunch of undead after we left. We found out that the little baby Sukunkana has had uh, weird dreams about a melted world or something. Um, yeah. You had a dream. I had a dream about my late grandfather. That was sad. I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I almost cried. Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> um, we found out Condemned was a murderer. Yeah. But we were all really chill with that. <laughs> and I think we'll continue <laughs> to be until we get more information. Until he does it again. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um... What else did we do? Uh, I don't. I literally didn't write anything else down. It didn't help watch. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> didn't help keep. You also watch. fought. The, we fought the Skelly Mans, and Sukun Connor rolled three out of four <laughs> ones for <laughs> for her dice, which was amazing. But we killed them. And a nat twenty. Oh yeah, and a nat twenty. I I said I said. Cody on fire. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, what a wacky week it's been. Only a little on fire. Mm-hmm. Only a little on fire. Only you set like... yourself on fire more. I did. You, she sure did. Oh yeah. I I did the most damage against ourselves. Mm-hmm. Truly, <laughs> it was a sight. Those those frost thralls could not do anything. 
Um, Sukun kind of had a spooky experience with a skeleton head. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She sure did. Yeah. Yeah, she had a spooky experience, and then we then we punted the skull skull the, the skull away. <laughs> I forget all three of us trying to kick it at the same time. Yeah, all yeah. three of us trying that to kick so it at the cute. same time. Fuck for dumb. Oh my god, we were so cute. Uh, yeah, I told you you it was gonna it was coming for us and it was gonna take our sparks or something. Yeah. Yes, it was gonna take the spark inside of us, and then that's when Sukun Kana told us that she uh, really wanted to resume the world to its warm state. Which made both Maris and Condemned very concerned, since that would result in them being standing on an ocean. And they're wearing heavy armor, so they weren't about that life. Sukun kind of has middle middle school syndrome. You know, like when you're a middle schooler, and you think that you're a superhero, you have like latent like magical mm-hmm. powers. I and know I like, did. When is my letter from Hogwarts coming? Because I'm clearly yeah. special. Yeah, yeah. That is how she is. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, like yeah, real life. Yeah. Like, Damn it. She's, got She's like, I've got to save the world. I'm yeah. the chosen one. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, fuck. All right. But I got More my like two... the frozen one. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Can we kick the Let GM from the campaign? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. I'm running it now. What's <laughs> on my notes? They're mostly insane. Uh, I think that's everything. I think that's all the relative information. Yeah, you actually remembered almost all of it. Uh, and let's dive right into uh, episode two. The three of you awaken after your rest, after your night of fighting frost skeletons who are wandering the wastelands. It's cold. That's familiar. There's nothing particularly unusual about it being cold. Your tent flap is slightly open, but it's just from whoever was on watch taking a bit of time. It's There's nothing to be worried about. A slight breeze is coming in. All right. So I got a couple of questions. The first one is, we earned a level up, right? Like we're level no. two now? No? No. Come on. Fuck. But we beat up almost... We beat up 1.33 continuing frost skeletons apiece. Is that not an epic achievement? No. <laughs> okay. That that's sounds fine. good enough. If I if I if I killed three frost skeletons IRL, I absolutely would level up. Right. Even if just in confidence. I like to. I think the epic achievement is the. It's the friendship we made along the way. Is the <laughs> epic achievement. Yeah. Second thing is. Condemned doesn't sleep through the night as a general rule because he is used to journeying on his own. And so he got into the habit of waking up intermittently and like looking around. He wouldn't sleep too, too much and he would get up. His morning routine is to get up and to start exercising. Sure. He gets up early. The sun up, Jock. Hit us with some of the exercises outside that you're doing. Assuming that you're doing them outside. Yes, yes, definitely outside. So he's got to like kind of very carefully crawl out because this tent was probably not made for Goliaths. So he's got to like kind of, yeah, so he's he's got to be careful not to like rip anything as he leaves. Oh my God. Um, Your little feet poke out of the flap as you sleep because it's too big. Okay, so it's actually as he was doing this, like he had to very specifically curl himself so that like your guy's feet was probably like propped up against like his calves because he had to like, curl inside of the tent almost <laughs> like an like l shape like yeah. backwards that sounds horrible in that case 
can you do me a stealth check just to make sure? Like, do you don't want to wake anybody? Is that also part of the? Yeah, I mean, generally. Okay. So stealth check, and I believe you're wearing medium armor, so disadvantage. Yep, disadvantage. All right, it's easy to calculate because I get a plus zero. All right, um, twelve. Okay, so that's fine enough. They don't wake up. They're yeah. They're at least one of them is a very heavy sleeper. Yeah, fucking nothing's waking her up. <laughs> All right, so um, I get up and my exercise routine is well. First off, are there any like heavy rocks around, DM? Uh, currently, there are not heavy rocks. There is uh, a few shards of ice around, and those are they. They might work for what you're looking for. Rocks are not super common. Oh, right. Okay, fair enough. I'm looking for something that uh, is the equivalent of a boulder that's a few hundred pounds, ideally, but probably not. I don't think you'd find one of those around where you're at. Okay, that's fair. Um, in that case, he's just going to like have his, his pack and his equipment like above his head, and he's going to do some squats because he don't skip leg day. <laughs> All right, you can do an athletics check for that if you like. Yeah, sure. Let's do red for this one. That was a mistake. That was a total of eight, because I rolled a two. Okay. Maybe you should skip leg day. Woof. <laughs> this is why you don't. <laughs> As you lift up your pack to do the uh, squats that you are pretty normally uh, accustomed with, you do the first squat down, and you stand up, and it's a bit more work than you normally are used to, because you're out and you're protecting people instead of traveling by yourself. There's a bit of added stress upon your uh, your mental psyche that's affecting your physical body. And you go down for the second one, and you can't quite get back up. So you're just holding it above your head, and do you, do you eventually realize, like, I gotta put it down, or do you just keep trying to go for it in spite of your anxiety and your extreme tiredness at this point? Well, I feel like this would be more of a mental thing, because uh, it's not like this would be... This, this would normally be... Uh... A lifting thing, right? Like Condemned's uh, carrying capacity is like insane. a ritual thing. Yeah. So um, Condemned's just gonna try and like push past it, essentially. Do like a uh, like a wisdom save. Well, I'm definitely not gonna use red for this one because it screwed me before. All right, uh, that is an eleven. Yeah, you're able to push past it to get to the point where you can continue to lift more. If you've gotten lowered, I imagine it'd be a lot harder. But it's a it's, you're you're able to break past the mental barrier of worry about the people that you're with and you're able to continue on your basic ritual right i'm just remembering the last time that i was in charge of a caravan and then some like ice thralls got into the camp and then like there was fucking blood everywhere and we couldn't find most of the halfling it wasn't much of him to begin with but there was even less by the time they were done with him <laughs> that's what he said but nobody laughed yeah <laughs> uh, so you're able to to push past the mental barrier and you're able to get back up oh the second one up and you just keep going back on your way. And then just like arm stuff. So by the time I imagine Maris gets up anyway, he's probably on to the arm stuff. Because of his insane strength, he, he does like handstand push-ups in order to like have, in order for body weight stuff to actually be enough for him, even with his body weight, he's got to do the handstand push-ups. Chadzilla over here. Okay, but I don't know if you've ever done a handstand, but like your face gets red. But he's like a dark gray, so his face just gets like a purple black almost as he's doing this, and it is not a good look. It's just... It just looks bruised as fuck. Yeah. Looks like he's held his breath for too long. Who could have all the <laughs> circulation to your head? Uh, Maris, I imagine you'd be the next to wake up. Mm-hmm. You wake up, and you look around, and there's clearly a huge body missing. He must be outside. Yeah, I'm just gonna kind of crack my shoulders, 
and uh, rub the sleep out of my eyes, and I'm just going to go outside, open the flap, and I'm going to see this purple-faced, upside-down monster of a person. <laughs> Good morning. Hey, uh, wh- how you doing? What are you doing? Push-ups. Oh. Why? How do you, uh, how do you get your strength? Um, not upside down generally, uh, but, <laughs> um, but I mean, I could give, uh, maybe I'll give that a try. Oh, you're gonna try? I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. Really works the court. Not, uh, not that you need it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so for Maris, I think first it would be an acrobatics check to try to do the handstand. Oh, I'm not dexterous. Oh, no, I got another two. <laughs> you you know, have you ever tried to do a handstand yourself? Or like even like a, like a cartwheel? Yeah, I can't do either in real life. Yeah, so when you go to put your hands on the ground to sort of move your body up, you, your feet just sort of come up off the ground really gently, but you can't quite... <laughs> get the momentum that you need to get up into the upright position yeah like when a toddler so just is sort like of learning like, to walk <laughs> yeah she just like horse kicks in the you just air. horse kick like uh, like maybe a foot off the air barely <laughs> and you just sort of land back down on your feet and you're you can't quite get it at, at this time you, you maybe if you try again who knows like when a toddler is like fully confident that they did his handstand but they just did that yeah i'm just like Ugh. and i like look to see if Kai's looking and i'm just like uh, I'm actually more of I'm more of a runner myself, uh, personally. Condemned is just like still been doing that as you're doing. It's like, uh, if you want, I can uh, give you some help. No, it's okay. I'm fine. It's fine. You keep doing that. I'm. That's fine. I'm gonna go wake the baby. I think. Good call. You keep doing that. So uh, you head over to the tent flaps and you open it up and Sukunkana, How do you sleep? Uh, mouth fully open. <laughs> uh tongue laying outside of mouth like now that nobody is inside the tent like somehow in that short amount of time she has sprawled herself throughout the entirety of the tent <laughs> like every like each of her limbs is like in a corner uh <laughs> she's surprisingly takes up a lot of space for someone who's five feet tall <laughs> she's somehow arranged for her hair to like spray out yeah exactly she's everywhere now that nobody's in there <laughs> Uh, as the tent flap opens, you feel an immense cold breeze wash over your face, Sukunkana. Uh, she curls into a little ball and goes, uh... <laughs> uh, Maris, you just, you, you view this and that is, that is what you see, a small ball go, Yeah, I'm gonna walk over, just kind of, like, roll the ball back and forth. I'm just gonna be like, Sukunkana, hey... Hey, hey, you gotta, it's a uh, wakey-wakey time. Oh, wait, what? And she slowly opens her eyes, and it's, like, clearly an immense effort. <laughs> like, like they're still, like, closing. She's, like, her eyelids are, like, falling as she's opening. She's, like, who? Uh, oh, I'm not at home. <laughs> yeah, because it's just, like, my fucking snout and my teeth is the only thing that you see when you open your eyes. <laughs> she's, like... I forgot about. Oh God. Uh. So as soon as Sukunkana starts to like sort of open her very sleepy eyes, there's a, a gust of wind that whoosh pushes the tent flaps open, and you can both feel a, a immense breeze brush through the tent. Uh, Connie, you can feel it as well. It sort of 
takes you off balance with your handstand and you want to maintain it or do you want to go down uh if i feel like there might be something weird going on i'm gonna kind of roll to my feet uh it's just a like you're on a, a vast open uh area so occasionally there will just be gusts of wind that will occur this is not unusual oh in that case i'm just gonna keep going okay well then i'm gonna need a deck save of course you are uh, Sukun kind of, while it's happening, is going to scramble to get dressed because of the cold. Thirteen? Uh, Thirteen, you're, you're, you sort of like like walk yourself a little bit with the breeze, but you're able to stay standing in your handstand. Uh, Sukun kind of getting dressed. Yeah, which is basically just putting on all of her layers. Because like, like she was already clothed, of course, but she's like putting on all of her outerwear. Puts on her little mask to cover her little nose. And like pretty quickly, because she's like, you're like, she's like, in adventuring mode. <laughs> She's like, we gotta get on that road. Yep. And then she, she steps out of the tent. So Sukun Kana hasn't been adventuring, right? Before. No, never. So I'm curious, where did... Is there an air, Is there a point where she got this mode? Is there a backstory to this mode? It's like the imagined version. It's like a child on a field trip. They're like, oh my god, we're going to Disneyland today. I gotta wake up at 6am and like punch my parents until they wake up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Except she, except she doesn't wake up first, you know. Christmas mode, got it. Yeah, yeah. She's in Christmas mode. She's just excited. <laughs> she's... And the first thing she sees is this blueberry-faced so fucking Goliath. <laughs> you good there, bud? Yes. Great. Awesome. That is really like wow. You you've got lots of muscle. Wow. Good job. He's still going at this point. <laughs> she gives him a thumbs up. <laughs> is is someone gonna break down the tent or are they gonna? Yeah, I'll start. I'll start packing it up. I'll I'll assist them. Oh, I was I was gonna ask you how much longer you uh you're gonna keep doing that for, but yeah, we can all do this. Are we gonna have breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine we gotta we gotta fuel fuel up, gotta carb up. You guys have rations, and you also have Sukunkana who can create blueberries. I can do what? You can do goodberry. I don't have that spell on me. So you're gonna eat rations. <laughs> Yeah, also, I feel like it'd be a waste of a spell slot. What if we get into another fight? It would be. Like, <laughs> Although that brings us to, because you, uh, you wanted to do spells, right? Yeah, so speaking of, so they sit down, um, well, Sukun kind of sits down for breakfast, and she's like using Produce Flame to heat up her rations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, y'all want, do you guys want me to warm your food with this magic fire that I have produced? <laughs> with this flame that I've produced? We can... <laughs> Eat while moving. Uh, yes, certainly. Why not? Okay, okay. I know. I know. We can eat while moving, but um, I actually, I had to do my like my like my morning like magic rituals. You know, like the way the way of the mages. You know. Ah uh, ah. Uh. Was wondering, cause okay, most of this, most of the magic stuff I do on a daily basis is like just for funsies. This isn't a just for funsies situation. Wanted some advice on what kind of magic I should prepare for the day. Because, like, usually at home I prepare something like jump. Because, like, it's a good time. <laughs> but I feel like maybe I don't need jump today. Um, so out of character, help me pick some... I don't know how to pick spells. <laughs> what are your options? Condemned, condemned would have no ability to like contribute to this, uh, but Candorcore does. Candor, please help me. You actually know how to play D anD D. Nobody else does. 
Don't worry. Mar- Maris has got this. <laughs> what do you mean nobody else does? I know how to overanalyze D&D. I have Ice Knife, Healing Word, Entangle. I don't feel like I need Detect Magic, but I have Detect Magic on. Well, Detect Magic is a ritual spell, right? So that gives... It's a ritual spell, and that is a ritual spell that you might actually... I could ritually cast Detect Magic instead of using a spell slot. Yeah, and like it's something that it's, you know, it takes 10 minutes, and there's a real chance that, you know, you could have 10 minutes when you think you might need it, which is not true of all ritual spells. Um, I would say Healing Word is always a good one because it's like the primary TPK remover. Uh, Cure Wounds, probably. You've got five slots, right? Yeah. Okay. I feel like Cure Wounds would be good because I don't have that yet. Yeah, well, see, the thing is that um, with Cure Wounds, it's good for healing in between battles. But I'm thinking that because a short rest is still one hour, DM. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've all got our hit dice. So for this specific long rest, I'm not sure if it's necessary. Like I have create and destroy water, so I could get rid of that one. Probably. I don't think there's a lot of water, unless ice counts as water. Well, like, like, well, create water would be useful in a survival sense, is how I was thinking about it, but I can always just get it yeah. later. We could just lick ice. And we can just melt ice. That's true. I have produced flame. <laughs> Fairy fire is very good. Uh... Fairy fire? That sounds so cute. Get that one. <laughs> fairy fire is very good it's got a little bit of overlap with entangle but fairy fire they only get the one saving throw as opposed to entangle yeah entangle was shockingly useful mm-hmm. it is it is a really useful spell if it gets off oh yeah same <laughs> gross fairy fire is also good because it's like a ghetto sea invisibility healing word is kind of a must right cure wounds is pretty good uh Entangle, I think it's still a must. It's, as you said, shockingly good. It's very useful. Do you have, like, a ranged hit? I have Ice Knife. You have Ice Knife. My only only concern is how many creatures we meet out here can be resistant to frost damage. Uh, Yeah, I know. It's like I didn't have any other, like, long-range ones. So, not necessarily long-range, but while Sukunkana is conversing with her party members and her teams and her friends, she hears a whispering in her ear of the semi-familiar voice that she has grown up with it says just the word thunder wave yeah i was about to say okay well we can slam on thunder wave so yeah you guys are talking then she like kind of just stares into space for a second like like not even listening like you guys just she's like and then she just whispers thunder wave (laughs) (laughs) which for the record i have been Assuming and running completely wrong every time I've ever used that spell or seen that spell used in a game. Okay. I I thought that it was a cube like out from your body, in like all directions. Yeah. It's it's not. It's a it's a cube forward from you. So like, it's just a square from where you decide outwards, and it shoots enemies forwards or away from you. I didn't know that. I was just like, oh, it's like a cube centered on you. I've never used it. I've never heard of it. I don't play D&D. I don't know how to play D&D. Yeah. Yeah. Thunder Wave is great in case like multiple enemies get up in your grill and then you can just push them away and fucking book it. Uh, so Sukun Kana uh, finishes preparing her spells. She like uh, does some mysterious druidic prayers. And... Eyes roll in the back of her head. Yeah. 
um you think you're pretty sure that she like passes out at points because like like her eyes are open but her but like her eyeballs are doing that like REM cycle thing where they Ugh. flip back and forth really fast because she's communing yeah. with the with what's supplying her with her druidic magic. <laughs> Maris is just staring. <laughs> you see you see both Maris and Condemned like looking at her and then like looking at each other and then looking back at her and then like yeah. okay. <laughs> frame it like a TV show. Yeah. yeah, when she's done, she's like she like claps her hand together and she's like, "Okay, let's get out there, team." Uh yeah, should we do hands in? Yes. All right. Absolutely. Do you guys want to come up with a team to try to come up with a team name right now? Oh fuck. Escort quest. No. <laughs> uh, you don't have to. Fuck. Go, <laughs> one, two, three. Go team. There's Shit. Three ice cubes <laughs> in a tray. Uh, <laughs> one, two, three. Don't freeze to death. Go. Let's let's. No. <laughs> I said go. Nailed it. Good job. Yeah. High they, fives. It's, it's as awkward in game as it is out of game. They miss the high fives. Connie probably doesn't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen a high five in his life. <laughs> he does do a high five, but he high fives Sukun Kana and does bludgeoning damage. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. no. You high five, and then oh, she just no. like, just like, it, ah, ah, <laughs> indicative of how well coordinated the three of you are and how familiar you are with each other. On that awkward note, you set out in the direction uh, the totem that you guys spent the night at sends you, making your way to continuance. Uh, so I mentioned that I wanted to get you guys to send me a couple of things during gameplay. There'll be a few things on the way while you're walking that are going to be dangerous that you can come across. If you guys are interested, you can send me two different things. One thing that's good, one thing that's bad, theoretically equal or so, in um, danger or uh, boon. And then we'll put those all into a spot, and I will draw one of them, and you'll be able to maybe find something that you want, maybe get attacked by something you don't want. So if you want, if you want, this is obviously something you don't have to do, but you can send this to me over Discord, and I'll just look through what you guys got. I'll put them all in a little zone, and I'll do a draw to see what happens along the way that what you guys can encounter. I got a cool I idea. I think about this not once. Private message. I gotta think. I gotta think of a oh, bad. Oh wait, both thing. of those are bad. I wrote, I wrote, I did two bad. Things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you two can just even each other out. Yeah. What are bad things, and how do you conjure them in your mind? What would What would you What, what do you think would suck to happen out here in relative uh, similarity to the of danger to the thing you thought would be good? <clears throat> I'm not useful. You shouldn't read mine because mine aren't real. <laughs> This, this shit that you said is all super funny. <laughs> I certainly didn't think about it. I don't have thoughts. Yeah, this is your world. I just live in it. Yeah. Dickhead. Well, guys, we built this together, remember? No. Was I there, really? <laughs> yes. I feel bad because mine wasn't funny. Okay, so everybody submitted their things. They got a couple of them. Uh, I'm going to roll a dice here and see which of the things happen. <laughs> the three of you are walking along the ice, and it's it's fairly normal. Are you guys chatting at all? Are you talking about anything? Oh, yeah. She can kind of never shuts up. Yeah. I'm going to ask her, like, if she's had any more dreams or, like, how she feels so far after her big day. I'm going to ask Condemned how you he feels. You can just feels. do that in character. 
Yeah, I thought we wanted. I thought we were speedrunning it. No, <laughs> we don't speedrun role playing. We're out here making content. <laughs> I don't pay you to not talk. I don't not pay you to not talk. <laughs> you guys are not getting paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> so Maris asks her question. Yes. Uh, so Sukunkana, how did you sleep last night? You have any more weird dreams? Uh, I had. Normal dreams, which are weird to everyone else. Um, I dreamt about, mm, I don't know if there's a word for it in common. A forest. Do you know what a, do you know what a forest is? <laughs> no. <laughs> so condescending. <laughs> is it when you, when you have sleep for four days in a row? That's a great guess. No, there's there's a lot of moving parts involved. Oh, it's when you run after Jenny, and you have to run, Forrest. Run? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She's like, um... What sorts of stories do they tell in your tribe? Roll a d4 real quick. Oh, this is damage. Me? Um, four. (laughs) Okay, you take four damage. That's gonna kill her! (laughs) She's fine. (laughs) It's for the best. Yeah. <laughs> Just so we're all keeping track, here's damage to the party by source, ranked in ascending order. <laughs> damage from enemies, three. <laughs> damage from from uh, metagame shockback, four. Yeah. <laughs> damage from friendly fire, eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's all of my hit points. If I hit myself with that eight, I'd be dead. <gasps> You'll need to put <laughs> numbers on the board. Oh my god. You're just a baby. She's really. just a baby. Her constitution is 11, which isn't great. I'll probably take a feat to increase that at some point if I can. So Sukunkana tries to explain what a forest is to probably very little success. The the two of you do know <laughs> that um, the there is that frozen ship in Thrive that is made of wood. Uh, you don't necessarily have the right word for it, but you know that it's there. Okay. Okay, so she's like, you know that giant uh, ruin that we found under the ice that's, like, shaped like this? And she, like, motions a ship. Mm. Oh, <laughs> that know? thing, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's made out of something called wood. Wood. Wood, yes. It's, like, stone, but it's made out of a living, non-sentient organism. Uh, like, Organism's like a it. big word. <laughs> <laughs> I think me and Contemporary are just like, um... Like lichen? Like, okay, imagine your hair. Oh, you don't have hair. Imagine my hair growing (laughs) out of my head, except it's, like, hard and grows out of, let's pretend, the ice. And it has, like, they're called leaves, but they're, like, thin green things that soak up the sun. And that gives it life. All right, here's here's exactly what <laughs> Condemned is imagining, because I was building that as you were explaining it. So he's imagining the ice, because you said ground, and that's all he knows is I- as yeah. the ground, is yeah. ice. So he's imagining ice, and then just long stalks of, like, black hair growing <laughs> vertically out of the ground, and then sticking outside of them, he's imagining something like green crystals or something, very wafer-thin, that's like absorbing the light, which he can only imagine as like little bits of darkness around these things. 
With that mental image in mind, he says, that sounds awful. It's quite, it's quite nice. There's, there, I dreamed about other things, but that was the main thing. I was, it was the forests. Condemned is giving you a very skeptical look right now. Look, one day I'll, I'll show you. I promise. It'll be great. You'll love it. I had a dream that I was in school and I called my teacher mom. But your dream sounds cool too. Thanks. Your dream sounds rough. The dream that you actually had was the one about your grandpa. Yeah. But that's a lie. Okay, so you're you're just deceiving? Yeah. Does anybody want to check her on that? Does anybody No, want I to... had no reason to question her. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Why would he think that's yeah. a lie? I just I'm just throwing it out there. Sometimes I lie about my dreams because they're too weird. <laughs> like IRL, I'd be like, I'm gonna leave out this specific detail because someone's gonna read too far into this. So as the three of you are walking and talking and talking about this forest thing and this wood and these leaves would we would uh, we know what wood is no well you'd know that it exists but you wouldn't have quite a word for it until Mm -hmm. she just told you that the ship that you or the the ruin that you found that Mm -hmm. is called right because i guess we don't really have any like wood shit like in like the apothecary either right it would just be like made of nice bones and leather and stuff although like I, i i guess wood would be like a Almost like a precious metal. Yes. Kind of it's something that you will occasionally dig up from the ice. Yeah. Like very, very rarely. Mm-hmm. That's why Thrive is such a uh, happen spot, because it's got the whale bones and the ship ruin. So while the three of you are conversing and walking and talking along the way, Tukunkana, I'm sure, is keeping track of the direction that they're going because they've now reached a point at which they don't have the former checkpoint in mind yeah she's got her little cartography kit out the three of you i need to do a deck save from everybody great as you hear a fucking cracking crackling noise beneath you oh no i know what this is Ooh, not 20 nice oh fuck yeah i got 18 14 all three of you added in a thing about falling into a pit <laughs> wow we are of simple minds. I mean, that makes sense. Well, I mean, it's an ice desert. Like, what else? There was a 50% chance that you were going to fall in a pit and a 50% <laughs> chance you were going to get something good. All of us were like, oh, we know what's going on because we all pick the same thing. <laughs> as, as, soon as, as soon as the three of you hear this crinkling, crackling noise, you're able to get across as fast as you can. Or if you are uh, more like Sukunkana, you're able to back up in a way that makes it so that you are not necessarily falling directly into this pit, but you are just barely escaping it on the back way and you're going to be able to walk around. Maris, you get to the very edge of it before uh, almost falling in. The ice cracks beneath you and you sort of land half in the pit, half off the pit with just your arms out and you're slowly starting to like slide into the pit. As part of my nat 20, uh, can I say that I am around Maris Yes, you two are in the front. Uh, Sukunkana is in the back. Okay, in that case, I'm just going to like grab the back of Maris's armor, right, the collar, and I'm just gonna like lift her up and over. Uh, athletics check. Yeah, as soon as I start falling, as soon as I start falling, I'm just kicking my legs. Just for the record, I have a carrying capacity of 500 pounds. Yep. Uh, you're still like wearing all your armor, and you have your all your all your shit on you and stuff so it's still pretty heavy and she's got all her armor and stuff that is true so that brings me a total of one second 
I've got 147.92 pounds because I bothered to weigh everything out. How much does Maris weigh? I have no idea. I didn't put a weight because I'm a lady. (laughs) (laughs) You're a super muscly lady and a dragonborn who's super tall. So somewhere like 220, maybe 240. Mm, I'm going to say 260, I would think. She's pretty fucking jacked. Uh, either way, it's also like a weird like angle that you're trying to like lift someone out of a pit that they're falling into. And I am like scrambling. Like I'm panicking immediately. Sukunkana is also panicking immediately. And we're playing a game, so roll some dice. Athletics check. Fine. Okay, well, I got it. I got a 25 anyway. This white dice likes me. Uh, so I fall and die. <laughs> it's not enough. She falls. She's dead. You've killed her. There's spikes at the bottom. <laughs> and snakes. Ice snakes. Not ice snakes. This is the hardest anyone has been on a group of level ones in history. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, Maris is struggling to stay afloat because they barely beat their deck save. They're sort of sliding in. Connie comes in with the fucking huge muscles that he was working on just a few hours ago. Lifts her up by the back of her armor and drags her up. Practically throws her out of the pit onto the now solid looking ice as you're able to catch your breath avoiding everyone falling into the pit i like to imagine that connie picks her up like a mama cat picking up a kitten almost where he just like (laughs) reaches over and he's like he just picks her up (laughs) like a gm discretion of course if like Mm. you know because with a 25 if he can just do this very easily but i just imagine him like just Taking things like picking her up and then just like plopping her on the ground <laughs> and beside. Maris immediately goes limp. <laughs> if it were a nat twenty, I would I would absolutely let that be the case. Okay. If it were Sukunkana, you would let it be because she weighs absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Sukunkana, like very like she takes a very wide berth around the, the the chasm as she like tries to. She's like she's like I super don't want to follow this. So she walks all the way around it and then joins you on the other side because she extra super does not want to fall in and she has to walk around because she was on the on the other side. Uh, are you like looking into the pit, like checking, like what is it? Or are you just making like like I am around it? She's a little scared. She doesn't want to get too close, but like she's also curious. Condemned is definitely wants to take a look down the pit. All right. So, uh, Maris, are you going to, like, chill on the ice for a minute, having nearly escaped falling into a unknown frozen ice pit? I'm just laying on my back and, like, breathing heavy. I'm just like, <sighs> I don't like holes. Uh, Sukun kind of, she wants to look in the ice pit, but she deliberately goes right next to Connie while she, <laughs> she's looking into it. <laughs> and looks like she's ready to grab his arm at any moment. All right, so for the two of you looking into the pit, I need perception checks. Hey, 18. 15. So with a 15 and an 18, it's pretty easy to see. Uh, as you look into the pit, you can tell that there are uh, intentionally formed ice spikes at the bottom of this pit. Uh, this is intended for travelers who are going between certain places. It looks like it could be anywhere from relatively new to fairly old. It's difficult to tell because of the constant ice uh, blowing over in the snow and the wind. It causes a lot of fast erosion on things and your community hasn't sent someone out in a while uh sukun kind of uh mind links with connie and is like hey is this normal is it normal like is it something that connie has encountered before you would know that this is not necessarily the normal way of doing things but this is a normal occurrence traps for travelers he responds out loud and he says uh 
It is not uncommon for traps to be set in order to catch unweary uh, travelers. Scavengers picking over the bones of the dead. And he, as he says this, he is definitely checking to see if there's any dead for him to check, pick over the bones of at the bottom of this pit. Good call. With your 18, you can see that there is nobody in there yet. And if there was anybody, it's been a long time. Specifically looking for bodies, you can see that there's scraps of leather and a, a bone. I assume it's not like so saturated with spikes that if someone was to like very carefully kind of like go down, they could get to the bottom of the pit without impaling themselves. Yes, there's there's room enough that like if you fall in, you're most likely going to get skewered. Right. If you lower yourself down, there's enough room that you could probably be all right. Okay. So Condemned is going to turn to Maris, and he is going to say, It uh, appears as if there may be a trap here. Normally, I would say that we should mark it, but I do not know if we have anything to do so with. I did not bring any signposts. But uh, perhaps with your hammer there, we could nullify some of the danger. Uh, Sukun kind of kind of overhears and she's like, hmm, and she just throws a produced flame in it. I'm assuming it does very little. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like is on fire for a second and then like isn't. <laughs> Roll damage. <laughs> These are ice spikes. She could not. Yeah, yeah. She, that's that's yeah. what she was thinking. She's like, just she's like, just throw fire. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, roll damage, because I mean, you just throw fire into a pit full of ice. Why did I use D&D Beyond again? I keep doing this. I mean, you're not rolling to attack, so you're good. Okay, I did get an 8, but All I right. still don't trust it. <laughs> uh, so you're able to basically, like, melt the top of one of these spikes into just, like, a nub instead of a spike. Pretty easily. That You can see the flame land on top of it. It sort of looks like the ball sort of is, like, skewered by it, but it's fire, so it just sort of, like, slowly melts the top of the bit into just a useless uh painful to land on but not lethal nub if you want to keep doing that you can we can just sort of roll that how deep is the pit uh it's about 15 feet or so i'm gonna let you guys go no right now not going down there but if you guys want to go down there and mess that up you can if not that's also fine i don't care if i give you rope are you able to sustain my weight so that i can rebel down we sure can try (laughs) (laughs) sukin kind of is like you could probably sustain my weight because you're real strong. I could go down there and just melt everything. Well, well, yeah, but you can do that from up here. Uh, that's true. She throws another produce flame. <laughs> it just does a similar thing. Same. Melts a spike into a nub. I didn't bring any climbing pythons, did I? I think Sukun kind of is just going to throw fire at the problem until it's not a problem anymore. It's like, left, right, left, right. <laughs> the yeah. classic. Right. The, the classic. Uh, yeah, so you spend a little time just sort of melting these down. Uh, give me just like a wisdom. No, let, give me a dexterity check just to see how long it takes. Uh, you can't, not that you can fail at this, just how long it takes, whether or not it takes forever or if it takes pretty quick amount of time. I got 11. Okay, so it takes an average amount of time. Uh, we'll say it takes about 25 minutes to get everything to look like it'll be non-fatal to fall in. But you've already, the, the, the level of, the layer of ice that was there has already been broken. So even so, if someone were to fall in here, it wouldn't be as lethal as it was. And since it's not hidden anymore, there's much less likely chance that someone will fall in anyways. It'd probably be good for like shelter, like in an emergency, you know? Uh, you feel like a phantom pat on your back. We have we have cleared a danger and made the road a safer place. I helped by finding it. Do we get a level up now? Yeah, level up now? <laughs> no, Sukunkana feels a phantom pat on their back. I should specify. So yeah, you guys have stopped this trap from being a trap. 
Hell yeah. Good job, team. Sukun kind of is starting to feel less like a druid and more like a warlock as time goes on. <laughs> <laughs> if only there was like a nature domain warlock, that'd be sick as fuck. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> All right, continue on. We march into the wasteland. So I, I assume that Sukun kind of is like, job well done, and then just sort of like starts yeah. like leading the pack. Well, she also does know where they're going. I'm sure that Connie also knows where he's going. But, like, Sukun Kana is actually a competent cartographer, if not competent at many other things. <laughs> Condemned is, I assume, like, just kind of, like, occasionally double-checking her work with his survival because he's he doesn't 100% trust her, but it seems like she's always got it. There's exactly one thing she's been good at, and it's this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's knowing where they're going. And I'm here to cause problems. <laughs> Uh, so you keep going along your way, you're wandering along the Loisland, you reach another checkpoint, it points you in another slightly different direction. Sukunkana, you notice that there's a little bit of writing on it in Druidic, and you can recognize that it's effectively warning to not go in the, we'll call it, east direction, because there is large roaming monsters that way. That's why the check marks go in not a straight line, straight to where you're going, and they take a bit of turns here and there. I also want to note that she writes down the location of the, the the pit trap, like as like an additional like sort of landmark. It's just like a circle with a sad face in the middle of it. <laughs> Something. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So she conveys like, hey, uh, it says don't go east because there's like big bads that way. Hmm. Well, what's the other way? I forgot. There's no warning about it. Which way does it want us to go? Like, which way are we supposed to go from here? Uh, it's it's pointing you in a northwest sort of direction. Okay. So I think just in case we should keep an eye eastward. That makes sense. You know what I mean? So that, you know, because they might converge with our path. So we should just keep a, keep our little peepers out. Smart. Yeah, absolutely. Condemned would like to make a perception check. <laughs> uh, yes, everyone can. Oh, that's reasonable. A perception check eastward. <gasps> like the sign was turned recently. I got 21. <laughs> Oh, that's a good point. Nice. Yeah. Uh, if you want to check that, uh, investigation check. But we're doing the perception check. Perfect. I got 21. Okay, I got 14. I rolled a 2 plus 3, so Condemned is just like, there is also a circle with frowny face in the middle of it here. <laughs> what does that mean? Connie, you you look around and everything looks fine. There's not, there's, uh, the, the best thing to find out here is nothing. So you see nothing. Everything's good. You look left, right, behind you. Just your footsteps, just the wind, just the ice. Sukunkana, you got like a billion, right? And a half. I got 21. Uh, Sukunkana, you got a really good roll. And far off in the distance, you're able to see like a small, like humanoid speck. And it's eastward. Hmm. It looks to be like if you take a, a good look and you really focus in on it, it looks like someone is they're They're looking around for something. They're not they don't move like the skeletons that you saw. They look maybe like someone who's lost. Uh, Sukun kind of conveys this to the party. So it looks like, the, okay, there's someone that way. Um, she like squints and like like looks really hard. She's like, I think there might be lost. Uh, Maris, you are also able to see, uh, now that she pointed out, this person very far in the distance. Perfect. I take out um, this like these like small glasses that are made out of ice. And I kind of hold, hold them up to my eyes. She's like, uh-huh. That's adorable. Thank you. Uh, does this look like regular person or like maybe troll? 
Um, do they they do they seem like medium sized? Yeah, they seem medium sized. Uh, somewhere in between. They seem medium sized. Somewhere in between the <laughs> the height of you and uh, Maris. Yeah, they look like they're kind of my height or between. <laughs> <laughs> they, have, they have a bow on their body that you can see with your really good perception check. How far away are they? Yeah. Uh, I would say probably about two hundred and fifty feet or so. I don't know. Why I asked how many su- subway sandwiches is that? Wait, 200. Oh, that's 250. <laughs> 250 Subway sandwiches. It's actually about 290 because they lie about their I know. Coach. I always. Now, at the Subway that I have, they have, because they, it's a, a franchise, they literally have like a ruler right next to the place where they cut the bread. Nice. Uh, maybe we could uh, signal them, yes? Use your fire? Yeah, that's what I was thinking because I don't want to go over there. No. I'm going to do that. So Sukun kind of uses produce flame and she throws some of them in the air and like waves one around in her hand to try to get their attention. Oh, how about how about we sh- let's shove you up onto Condemn's shoulders? Oh yeah, I could I, we could go on Condemn's shoulders. Yeah. Yeah, go up on his shoulders and then Does anybody have arrows? <laughs> Condemned is just going to like pick her up like on on the waist and he's just gonna like lift her up and wave her it's shockingly easy that's (laughs) like condemned is concerned about how easy it was like it weighs less than your pack probably (laughs) he's he's, like looking and he's checking he's seeing that she is wearing her pack and he's like oh no (laughs) so you effectively you sort of make like this human totem pole with a uh like waving fire at the top of it uh can you give me a Performance check? Hell yeah. Uh, can I get a performance at advantage, Sukunkana? Because this is crazy. <laughs> okay, I got an 18 and a 15, and my performance is plus two, so I got a 20. Nice. You can see the person like sort of look over at you, and they sort of start waving their hand, and they walk in. They start walking in your direction, almost jogging. Uh, they're coming. They're coming. You can put me down, I think. Perfect. You should stand behind us a little bit, though, just in case they're bad, bad. Yes. But they're probably good. She stands, like, behind the thing. A new adventuring party partner. Yay! I'm so excited. Well... <laughs> so they're they're, they're they're jogging up to you, and they, they look like they are exhausted. They look like they've been out for a while, and it's... Like, Connie walked alone. He traveled alone for quite a while. Other people don't do that. So as they're as they're running up, they they put their hands up and they like they take their their bow and arrow and they like take the the gut rope off of it and they just sort of like it's yeah I can't shoot with this right now sort of like pose and they're walking towards you and they have their hands in the air as soon as they get within range uh, so they can talk through the wind that is blowing they say are you are you guys lost too I'm gonna make an insight check. No. Yeah, make an insight check. <laughs> Hello. All right, no. my die agrees with you because I got a five. I got a six. I should do a little insect check too. An insect yeah. check. I'm gonna check for insects. <laughs> yeah, insect check. Are there Does bugs here? Any lobsters? As as a druid, I imagine Sukun Khan is just constantly making insect checks, and she is always disappointed. She's like, yeah, she's hyper aware of the fact that there's no animals, like constantly. Um, I got a ten. Maris, did you do one as well? I might as well, right? You might as well play the game. Might as well, because like I feel like you should always be sus of like strangers in the wasteland. Ooh, sixteen. How's that taste? Nice. Ooh. Okay, so the two of you uh, who did not get above a twelve. Uh, you you can't get a bead on this person. They could they could be lost. They it, yeah, everything seems fine, but you can't get a bead on them. 
Uh, Maris, you're able to tell that this person is genuinely tired and they, they look like they are very lost. Also, on your investigation check that you did earlier that you got a six on, <laughs> uh, you cannot tell if the, the flagpole was moved or not. Uh, the person walks up and they're like, I was looking for someone out here. They, they went missing recently. My name is Fang. I... I gave up. And you can tell that this is a woman with, uh, she has some lichen features. She's slightly wolfish. She's got a bit of a snout, but it doesn't quite go all the way. She had, her ears are a little bit larger than normal. And she has like a bit of fangs coming down from her teeth. And she's tall. She's wearing, uh, you know, like the, uh, the jackets that they wear in Game of Thrones at the wall. They're very like a coat. She's got sort of a that look going on. And she's about 5'8 or so. Uh, and she's declared that her name is Fang. When you said lichen, I was like, you mean like the moss? Like, is there lichen growing on her beard? Because that'd be pretty sick. <laughs> pretty cool. L-Y-C-A-N. She looks like she might be part uh, beast of sorts. Do, do we do we recognize the race at all? No? No, it's a pretty pretty uncommon where you guys have been. For two of you, you've been in one place and there are none people who look like this. Connie... This is, like, like way out of your wheelhouse, too. Right. Sukun Khan is going to be like, so, um, you came out here, like, alone to look for this person? Because that doesn't sound like a very good idea. Would not recommend. Also, she's, us she's using telepathy to do this, I, by yeah, the way. Stop with the... Stop. I won't. Whoever that is, whichever one of you that is, who is that? <laughs> we both point. Uh, don't worry, <laughs> she is harmless. She is witch from our village. <laughs> Uh, yes, I, and witch. Okay, all right. I didn't... It's not that I came out alone. It's that I am now alone. I, I was out with someone. We we, be, we went down for the for the night. I woke up and they were gone. I don't know where they went. I, I don't know what they're doing. I can't keep looking. You know, the wastes are unforgiving. You know how it is. Yes. What brought you guys out here in the first place? If you don't mind me asking. We were just hunting for materials, but... I come back more empty-handed than when I left. Do you mind if I restring my bow? It doesn't feel right to... Uh, yeah, absolutely. I okay, all right. And she uh, takes it and she stretches it up and gets it on there. And then she puts it back over her body. What settlement are you from? It's pretty far away. Uh, let me look up a name real quick. <laughs> let me improvise a name real fast. <laughs> Yeah, shit. It's some kind of verb. We just got to think <laughs> yeah. of a Disney, a Disney, Disney movie title. Uh, I'm uh, from, I'm from Duration. Condemned still wants to help, but definitely his desire to help sank a bunch once he heard that they weren't from the city they're trying to like be on good terms with. Sukunkana says, "Well, I'm Sukunkana. I'm Fang. Pleasure. Yes, I know. You told me that." Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible with names, so I need to make sure that you guys remember their name, because when I forget, that's mm. on you guys I now. Wrote it, I wrote it down, Fang. Nice. Moss. <laughs> uh, so she says, um, we are going to Continuance. Is that nearby? It's, uh, she, she consults her maps. It's about a, another three and a half days. Um, that's where we're going. Uh, I don't think we can afford to make trips outside of our prescribed journey. That's okay. I If I can just get to where you guys are going, then I can figure my own way out from there. I can 
find a caravan or I can find a someone willing to who's willing to go outside of the community with me. And there's always people who need to go out to do something. I'm sure someone's going in the direction I need to go. How long ago did your friend disappear? Uh, it was last night. They just left in the middle of the night from your tent? Well, it it doesn't make sense, I know. But I can't keep looking. I'm alone. I I'm I'm lucky that I found you. Do you know how ridiculous it is? It's 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 nearly impossible to find another person wandering the wastes like this. I am aware. It's like finding a twig in a forest. What the hell are you talking yeah, about? What's a twig? Don't ask about the forest. <laughs> what the hell's a forest? <laughs> I just said don't ask. Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm sorry. Just trust me. It is better not to know. I'm not much good in uh, a fight up close, but I can from far away. I'm I'm pretty effective. So if you guys need someone to. Uh, to cover you while you're doing a little bit, if we come across anything, that'll be where I sit, somewhere in the back. You and me both, sister. <laughs> uh, tell you what, if you are able to uh, keep an eye on uh, the back of this one, because she is also someone who is a rear guard, if you sh- uh, shall we say, then uh, certainly we would be happy to have you along. All right, okay. I'll, uh... Is that the deal then? I, I take care of her and you guys, tra- well, we could travel together? Yes. All right. I think, yes. It yeah. sounds good to me. But you're on thin ice. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Tell me all your names real quick. I should have stayed out there. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a fake name that I'm like, ah, I'm very uncreative. <laughs> con- con- Condemned puts uh, a hand to his chest. He says, I am uh, Nakon Iceworth, but you may call me Condemned. All right. Uh, condemned. And I'm Maris. All right. Maris. All right. Sukunkana. Sukunkana. We have been acquainted. Uh, if you guys see some weird stuff while we're in the middle of combat, don't worry about it. I'm from a rare breed of people. We can sort of shift into animal forms. I'm not sure if you guys do. You guys have animals from where you're out, where where you guys are. You can be an animal. Not quite. Not all the way. Do you have control over this? Yes, we are a bit of a rare breed. He's gonna make an insight check on that. Definitely. Can I see? I can't do it every day. Oh, you got an 11. well, I can do it once a day. You got an eleven? Uh, yeah. everything's fine. Okay. When we get there, it's it's really not something that can last for a very long time. You have more animals where you're from? Not, it's not that we have. It's a- yes, and and while she's asking that, uh, condemned is kind of like pushing her ever so gently to continue along the route. So we're <laughs> yeah, she does. She does unconsciously. <laughs> uh, it's it's surprising that someone else knows about the animals. Like it's a it's a tradition passed down in our people. It's not really something we talk about. Oh, I need to know more. I need to know more. Okay. Uh, next time we go out after we finish this, we got to go to this village and we got to talk to all these people about animals. All right. Well, it's 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 not close, but it'll like I can t- I can take you there if if you want. Oh. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. That'll be how you repay us. <laughs> Potentially depending on aren't we supposed to return to thrive after uh we go to continuance? Gotta bring the bones back to mom. Right, yes. Okay, we have to- Oh, well, maybe I'll leave some information in continuance. Yes, yes. That would be appreciated. Yes, yes, yes. he, 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 he. <laughs> oh, that means yes. Yeah, that like, means yes, what? he yeah. means yes. <laughs> yeah. For uh, for all those uh, at home who don't speak Tanaka- Yeah, for all those at home, he is yes, Waha is no. And Yahoo is Mario. Everybody playing along with uh, language bingo. <laughs> Oh yeah, it means okay. Let's go. <laughs> All right. She she starts walking with a with an increased vigor. 
Okay. Uh, do ins- you get an inspiration point for that? Because you uh, you're very interested in a thing that your character is very interested in. Yay! Sukun kind of would. I don't know. If she could kill someone, but she she would say that she would kill someone to see an animal. <laughs> so wor- world question then: um, Are animals also a rare thing? I was under because I thought there was like lizards or something. Most animals are pretty rare, but you are able to, uh, because of where you live, you do have an abundance of one specific kind of animal. Okay. The giant lizards that we used to tow our shit. Yeah. Perfect. So that's a that's a community of thrive thing. That's why that's a that's a big portion of why the community is called Thrive. You have access to a uh, a few very rare resources, whereas a lot of places are not considered doing necessarily incredible or well that's why they are named after things that are more like duration or continuance which is more like just base survival okay so there's not like ice wolves running around here maybe okay (laughs) wouldn't you like to know yeah wouldn't you like to know like to know i do want to know i want to find out sukunkana begins to lead the way uh probably uh, excitedly speaking with Fang of various different things that they could potentially find common ground over. She definitely talks about um, the wolves, the Kakin she sees in her dreams. Uh, and Tanaka wolf is Kakin. Um, and is trying to see if they're like the same as the ones that like she is aware of. Fang looks at you <laughs> and uh, it's like, that's uh, that's a close description to what happens to me. Uh, it's not necessarily all the way it's sort of uh i maintain a lot of my my humanoid features but i i also grow some similar ones it's like uh imagine if one of those sort of stood up on two legs and had hands like a person would that's super cool and you're super cool i okay, all right as the as the four of you are walking along uh maris and connie can i get perception checks from you guys just real quick no reason Net 20, baby. I see it all. Nice. Nothing gets past these amber eyes. Also, my eyes are amber. <laughs> nice. I just decided because it's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I feel pretty. Do they have like like gold flecks in them? <gasps> yeah, of course they do because that's a great idea. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> How could I even ask? As per the typical D&D party, none of us have normal eyes. Mm-hmm. Obviously yeah. not. None of us have just like normal yeah. person eyes. Who's, we gotta be special. Whose next character is Bill Humanman? <laughs> uh, so, Connie, what did you get? I got a 21. Fuck off. <laughs> Which is higher than Maris's net 20. That's funny. Uh, so the two of you are able to see uh, fairly far off in the distance uh, two hunched over figures uh, following a much larger sort of protruding with crystals being who is really like quite large as they are slowly all walking in a trio together this is up ahead and have they spotted us like are they going towards us they are not going towards you as of yet but they're up ahead okay are you they... can you can see them off to the left of the path that you are on mm. that you are following sukunkana on is that to the east by a chance that is to the west oh sign friggin lied sign light to us should we hide? Uh, I don't know about hide, maybe. But... You can hide behind your boy. Yeah. Fang. Hey, Fang. Uh, yeah, what? 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 What's up? Have you ever uh, seen that before? Uh, she just looks over and she takes a minute. Oh, yeah. Uh, we... We could probably take them, but it would be a bit of a pain. We should probably try to stay out of their range. I agree with the uh, Fang one, yes. 
Alright, uh, everybody, I'm gonna try to get real low to the ground and try to sneak around them. I know it'll be hard for you guys, but I'm gonna, that's what I'm gonna try to do. So, is that, is that, is that everybody into a sneak plan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I only got one spell slot. <laughs> I have the rattliest tits in this fucking So that'll be stealth at disadvantage for the two of you, and then Sukunkana stealth. Alright, what did everybody give for their stealth rolls? I had 12. Nine. Not only did I roll a seven, but I also rolled a two. Clang, <laughs> <Hey. laughs> clang. <laughs> so as 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 the four of you sort of try to get into a bit of a squatting position to try to sneak by, uh, Fang in front sort of falls because they're a bit tired. They're feeling very exhausted from their... Uh, what did Fang get? Fang got a fucking six, dog. Ah, uh, dumb. Ha! Sucks to suck. Stupid. <laughs> what a... Th- Fool. Fang sort of falls under their knees and is like sort of in the way of the rest of you as you all sort of uh, scrooge into each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, from that point, you can see in the distance that there's a little commotion and the uh, beings are now hot on your tails. They are galloping upon all fours directly at you. Ew, they Ew. gallop? Mm-hmm. Yikes. That is yucky. Hinnah. I'm going to do the mom in like a minivan thing where I like put my arm like across Sukunkana's uh like body and just kind of like push her back like yeah. make sure she's behind. Yeah. Yeah. You two back. V intercept. Roger. Got it. Uh they're at 100 feet away from you right now and everybody roll initiative. So, okay. These things look like they're probably physically strong, hey? Yeah, they look pretty fucking crazy. Uh, if everybody could roll their initiative in the thing, so I can just put it in real quick. But oh. I got an 18. Okay, okay, okay. Just for next time. Uh, what'd you get, knock on, condemned Aceford? I'd be okay with rolling on D&D Beyond. <laughs> I got a natty one. But I'll keep that, yeah. All right, well, you get to go last. Can't stop me if I stop yeah. myself first. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you who's dead soon. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> I mean, last time I went last, and I got to finish someone off immediately, so that was... That's true. Oh, oh, oh no, I got the first hit in, because Maris... Mar- the DPS was the tank, that one. Uh, so with with terrifying speed, the largest of the beasts gallops towards you. Yes. All right, sorry. First off, I want Sukun kind of wants to be like, okay, should I cast Entangle or not? Because they look stronger than the zombies. Yes, no. No. Okay, got it. Let's go. <laughs> So the strongest of them, the largest of the beasts, with terrifying speed, gallops towards you at full speed and is able to make it up to you with incredible vast size that you were definitely not expecting from something that was so far away. Uh, So what does this thing look like? Up close, what you can see is that there are many uh, blue and white crystals protruding from its back and its stomach and part of its face. It has long claws similar to Maris's but more primal and feral. There seems to be patches of body that are missing in the rib cage. You can see some exposed ribs and it looks like it's covered with like hair or something, some kind of fur and for the audience at home it's basically like a really fucked up ice wolf uh, that's really big and it's about uh, it's, it's larger than condemned. Oh, fuck. All right, so is it like on all fours? Yes. Yes. Okay, so I fucking called it. All right, good to know. Yeah, I know, I know. I had to like sit there and like... <laughs> is there going to be ice wolves? Okay, no. so yeah. has Condemned ever seen anything like this before on his travels, or is this new to him? This looks this looks new to everybody. Cool. 
Yeah. All right. I'm going to I'm going to look at Fang really quick. I'm going to be like, "Do you know him?" <laughs> Cuz I'm racist. That's kind of racist. <laughs> yeah. Fang like, "Are you serious?" That's a bit problematic. She draws her bow and just points it at one of the other ones that's farther away. And since it used its uh, action to get all the way up to the zone at which you guys are at, it can't do anything else. Uh, another one comes up and it's just galloping right behind it. It's very close. It's not quite as fast because it's not quite as large, but it's still quite close to everybody else. Uh, Maris, you have a big ass crystalline beast that is about to fucking go ham bananas on you. Fuck yeah. Okay. Uh, how far away is it from me? It's like right up on, uh, uh, right up on my shit. It is right up on you. Perfect. I can smell it. Obviously, maul in fucking hand. I want to uh, try to swing it to where that kind of like open part in the ribs is. If there's like kind of like a hole, and I want to like wet. I would just want to fucking smack my maul into that open hole, and then try to like pull it and try to see if I can crack a couple more ribs just to kind of like fuck up. It's like chest hell yeah roll attack oh right <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah all oh, right damn it we're playing a game oh jesus oh can i just yeah. do it <laughs> can i just do it please yes yeah. and thank you i thought it was i thought if i was cool enough about it uh 18 to hit that hits roll damage fuck yeah okay bludgeoning that's that that's gonna be 11 points of damage nice yeah so as you take your uh your what's what the fuck is the thing that you just described? The mall. You take your mall out, and as you describe, you swing it with such like aggressive vigor that practically the momentum that it gathered running up to you is involved in the trajectory <gasps> of your swing. Oh. You fucking smash it into these ribs, and this thing takes it real hard, but the face doesn't get contorted in any way, and it barely looks like it even notices that it got hit. That's when I do that, like, um, that kind of, like, Looney Tunes, like, meep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question about the positioning before Maris ends her turn. Yes. So right now I think it's me and Maris, and I know that Sukun Kana was pushed back a little bit. So is she, like, just kind of in the, just behind us, in the row behind us? About 15 feet, 10 feet. Uh, Fang pulled her back as well. Okay, all right. So they're both, like, standing more or less beside each other about 15 feet back. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, I, like, Maris is what? Like, to the left of us? I imagine that Maris is to the right of you in regards to facing uh, the enemies. Good to know. Just so I have a tactical position. Um, and then the other two, the two smaller ice wolves, I assume they are? Yeah. At this point, one has come much closer, but it's, you know, D&D is fucking weird. I can't describe everything. And it all happens instantly, but I don't know what's happened yet. Yeah. I'd say. Put the big one between you and its little friends. I can deal with that. Okay. All right. Uh, that's your turn. I don't think you have any good bonus actions yet. Me? No, I don't get to do shit. All right. Sukumkana. Uh, tis I. What do, ham dog? Shocking to everyone, I'm going to use produce flame. Connie starts sweating. <laughs> <laughs> rubs, his, rubs his shoulder. So hot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she she mutters Akin Kuku, which means fire in Tanaka, as she 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 puts out her hand Akin Kuku, and she uh, throws the fireball at the closest, the closest guy, which I think is the one that's attacking Maris. Nice. Yeah, let's roll a dice, I guess, because I, I can't just do it apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When did they change the rules? 
Guess you got a natural 20. <gasps> yes! yes. <laughs> Fuck them up! Daddy's continuing. My next one's gonna be a one. <laughs> yeah. Alright, roll damage. Yeah, you're only allowed to roll ones and twenties. I'm only allowed to roll ones and twenties. Yeah. Oh, and for the record, I actually, I, I was keeping track when I was re-listening last time, and you rolled a grand total of seven times. <laughs> In that last session, and four of them were either nat ones or nat twenties. Incredible! That is fantastic. Uh, so I rolled a six, so that's doubled. So I get twelve damage. Yes. Oh no! Sorry, five. five. Oh, I rolled. Five of them were nat ones or nat twenties. You rolled four nat ones. You rolled a nat one on the persuasion check oh, yeah. on your mother, then two nat ones on two nat ones in combat, and one nat one on your wisdom saving throw against the skull, and then a nat twenty, and then a nat yeah. twenty. That was a charisma saving throw. Yeah. Um, okay, so you did six damage? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, six times two, right? So 12 damage. So okay. 12. Yeah. So you take this, this ball of fire that seems to be extra concentrated. You feel it within you, the, the need to put these beasts out of their misery. You're not totally sure why, but they seem familiar. And you need to, to end the suffering that they seem to be in. And you fucking huck this thing like a goddamn fastball. Just whoosh! Yeah, Marys can feel the fire. Baseball. Yeah. Fucking her foot comes up, but she's in like a giant triangle dress. So it's really just like part of it like turns up and then like slightly lifts. And then she hucks it again. Or she hucks it with the speed and accuracy <laughs> of professional baseball legend. Insert name here. Uh, sports. It smashes into the face of the beast. And it seems to sear all the skin around it and the fur that's left. And while you, you, you recognize this was an incredibly momentous and powerful hit, it does more face reconstruction upon this thing Ew. than you could have possibly expected as you deal 24 damage. Sounds like somebody's weak to fire. <laughs> oh, if only we had a fire belly breathing lizard, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the lizard. Uh, so Sukunkana is also going to um, move 30 feet backwards. All right. <laughs> and then she's going to run back on the next turn. Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, that's so smart. <laughs> run up and throw a fireball and then run back. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's her plan. I literally assumed that like you weren't going to do that because nobody really does this kind of thing too, too tactically. And then there was going to be a scene where Condemned is like, no, we're like, we're doing drills. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where it's like you run forward and you fire and then you run back. Yeah. So <laughs> Condemned is like actually really proud in that <laughs> moment. Nobody else here plays foot uh, 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 fighting games, but this is classic footsies right now. This is also like class. Like if anybody has ever seen me play a video game, I am a coward. My whole thing is running away and then jumping in to stab them and then running away and hiding behind objects until I win. It takes hours. You might like Assassin's Creed. It took me half an hour to beat a Hinox. Ahino in, in Breath of the Wild because I was standing on top of a rock shooting it with arrows <laughs> because I didn't want to confront it directly. Also, shouldn't you run 15 feet back so the next turn you can run 15 feet forward, fire, and then run 15 feet back? Yes. Now, is Grim going to do that or is Sukunkana not smart enough to think of that yet? Okay, true. That is true. That's true. She, she's going to run the whole way back. <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything else for your turn? Do you have any bonus actions yet? I don't think I, so. No. Not any good ones. She not, she has, yeah, if only we could level uh, does up. Does anybody need me to use healing word right now? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in that case, it's Fang's turn. And she, she like, looks like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, takes out her bow, fires it off at the, at the, the big beast. Let's see what she gets. 
Whoa. It goes wide. She's not expecting. She's shocked by all the stuff that's been going on. Uh, this woman, this random little girl just fastballed a fucking fireball into a an unusual, unfamiliar beast's face and half melts the skull out of its head. I that's that's too much for her and her her arrow just goes wide lost into the distance uh next up it's the last wolf's turn he makes his way as fast as he can into the fray as well he seems to not care at all that the large beast is taking a considerable amount of damage uh but they are now 20 feet away just like the first one condemned finally all right so condemned would like to kind of skirt around the big one just a little bit so that he is kind of behind the big one and so that he is closer to the two flanking creatures than uh Maris is so he's because he's like he's the big one he's the armored one he is like intrinsically aware that he's just you know built different from uh (laughs) most i'm the one to be here yeah yeah (laughs) He's And he's also very much aware, after seeing Maris fucking T-ball that zombie skull halfway across the desert, <laughs> that uh, she is the damage dealer. <laughs> so I assume Goliath, like the Goliath tribe, would have instilled in him some level of like survival tactics, etc., 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 which is explaining my not-quite-metagamey, but very tactical bullshit. And I'm going to make an attack roll. On the big one? On the big one. All right. Focus fire. That was definitely taught. I'm, I've been sort of like humming and hawing back and forth about this on whether or not we'll do uh, like flanking or not. And I think we're going to go with yes. Okay. If you guys are into that. I don't know what anything means. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> flanking is like um, in a in a 15 foot line, you go uh, friend, enemy, friend. The two friends would have advantage on attacking the thing Ooh, in the middle. Because we're sandwiched. We're, it's, our, it's our Oreo cream. Yeah. Yes. We get advantage if we Oreo cream a thing. Got you. I am usually against introducing mechanics like as they, they, they did take out flanking from 3.5 when they made the transition into 5th edition. Mm. Yeah, it's a it's an optional rule. Yeah. It's, it, and because advantage is more po- powerful than the whatever it is plus 2. So I'm, I'm lightly on the side against. Mm. Um, of course, I am also going to admit that aware of the fact those two are going to start flanking me in a second, I am slightly biased in that area. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, it's a double-edged sword. It is a yeah. double-edged sword and one that I would prefer not to, but if the others are into it, then I will, I'll, I'll go with the group i feel like 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 as a caster it's never gonna come up for me <laughs> you know like i'm never gonna be at at the advantage of using flanking so like i personally i don't have flanking in my game because it's just one more thing i gotta remember and i don't remember anything well brian how do you feel if we say no you can tell us no this is your rule it's fine either way like, I just wanted to add, because you guys are very much in the, uh, specifically, uh, Connie, it's very much uh, in the benefit of the playstyle of manipulating the battlefield. Yes, that is true, but... And I know you like that shit, so it's a little mini game for you. I don't, am not ever aware of anything at all. I just go in and punch. That's fair. No, that is definitely something, but um, also because, like, a lot of Connie's stuff is kind of based around, like, creating advantage in some other ways, like by using shoves or by using restrainer, by using like this, that, or the other thing. So I've already got that on gameplay. And also because my main idea is basically finding different ways to make sure that all of the people are specifically surrounding my character. And I'm like, oh, okay. So now my character is just based around get everybody getting advantage on him. Yeah. Everybody getting advantage. Yeah. That changes the whole like Mm. idea behind your character. 
to, to a certain degree. Like I could, I, I, I could go against it, like, or not go against it, but I could like try and compensate for that. And that would also be part of the little mini game, but it would be something where it's like, yeah, it's definitely something where I'm weighing in terms of whether or not I want to do it or not. How about how about we just do it when it's good for us, but not for the bad boys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only when it's good for us. <laughs> I think that's a no. I think we're too divided on it. Okay. All right. Uh, in that case, uh, you get a regular attack. All right. So after Maris blasted that thing in the fucking ribs and like halted its charge with 11 damage and after... Sukun Kana did a crit double damage bullshit for like 24 damage. Condemned just like gets behind, like pulls back, gets, I assume, an 18 hits. Yes. And just like haymakers behind for six points of damage. <laughs> nice. Screaming all the while, I'm a tank! <laughs> How would you like to do this one? Oh really? Okay, nice. Um, it's not it's not the last one, but it's definitely the big one. That's you fair. Custom, okay. You got him right in the soft spot. Okay, in that case, I'm gonna say that after uh, Maris like bashed him back a little bit, and after Sukun Kana's uh, fi- uh, produced flame just kind of came in and did a bunch of like damage to the noggin. What I'd like to say then is Sukun Kana, if we can make this theatrical a little bit is going to kind of like run up just after the after the produced flame kind of gets in and grabbing a part of uh, its head that was structurally weakened when she did that i would like him to just like kind of grab it and just yank down yeah Yeah, just grab it and then just kind of like yank down and just try and remove like a huge chunk of like its like neck and head from it are you trying to do this like from uh sort of like on your way around yeah yeah that's what i'm thinking like this if this is the kill shot then he just like kind of bash it along the way is it like a mortal Kombat where he pulls out his heart but you're like pulling out his brain not quite i'm more thinking like if he was like turned to like wrestle it and he was just trying to kind of like distract it and pull it down and then if he just felt more of it just come away than he expected ew okay, uh, yeah. you're the horror part nice so as you as you move you go to move around this uh gigantic crystalline frost beast you you grasp upon the the part of the melted skull and with the intent to simply prevent it from moving and uh prevent it from potentially doing damage to your friends as you can see that it's rearing up to do so, you, you sort of reef its head down, and the skull sort of slides out of the skin of the body, Ew. and simply crashes to the ground as you then move to the other side of the body and stand between these two crystalline beasts and your friend Maris. Although it's completely unintended, Condemn's just gonna roll with it, and he's just gonna like, mic drop. With its head, with its head. Yeah, uh, with the section of the head, yeah. I don't want to play with you guys anymore. You guys are gross. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. You guys are I hope you're looking forward to a lot more of that. (laughs) So, having just witnessed this, these two uh, beings seem to care not for what just happened as they run closer to you. and Philistines. (laughs) There's two more? Yeah. There's two more, yeah. I thought there was only two total. One reefs its jaws open and you can sort of see a dark glow, dark blue glow coming from its throat as it goes to bite you directly on your shoulder as it sort of leaps up to grab onto you. This is a 21 hit? Probably. Probably? Damn. I mean, I'll double check, but I think so. So you take eight damage. Okay, I am going to use Stone's Endurance on that as my reaction. Shh. 
Sure. And can I get a con save, please? Sure can. All right, so that is 13 reduction. Okay, 13 reduction. So you take your fucking stone skin is like, like nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, like it, it just like grips in and I just pathetic. <laughs> I say, and then watch me get a nat one on this con save. Love it. <laughs> okay, no, uh, 23. Damn. No, 25, sorry. Nice. You feel like the teeth remain on your shoulder for just a moment with sort of a a shake from this body that's trying to pierce your Goliath skin and can't quite make it. And you feel a bit of cold seeping into your body, but you shrug it off. No problem. I really like how many of these creatures do the kind of damage I'm resistant to. I'm really enjoying that aspect of this. It stays sort of attempting to latch onto you, but it can't get purchased and eventually shove it off. Okay, I'm gonna like, just like hulk out for it. And then I'm gonna turn to Maris and say, See? Great for the shoulders. Uh, Maris, speaking of, your turn. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, They're 20 feet away from you. 20 feet? Perfect. Yeah. One of them is 20 feet. Or oh, they both are. All right, how close together are they? Uh, they are about 10 feet away from each other. You could get to either right now if you want. Um, I'm just wondering if there's a way that I can cone them together into my breath weapon without hitting our big bitch boy. Like if I could just kind of like... Uh, yeah, you could conceivably manage that. They are 10 feet away from each other and they are 20 feet away from you. You could move. You could get that. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, so I'm going to like, I guess like go around and try to like get them all lined up. You just see, like, my lips curl up. Your nose starts to smoke. Yeah, there's, like, smoke out there. My, you kind of, like, see, like, up my throat. Like, it starts to get nice and bright. And then I just, like, shoot, like, fire right out the mouth. Okay, fire. All right. Uh, what's the what's the save? I believe it's uh, dexterity. Dex 11. Dex 11? 11. Okay, yeah. we have one success. We have two successes, but they take half damage. But that, isn't that, like, is it's fire damage, right? Yeah, so they take half damage, so they take regular damage. Okay, so 2d6. Five. All right, so each of them, they recognizably feel the heat, as it were, like this is fucking Hot Ones with Sean Evans. I like how it says gold damage. Yeah! Gold damage! (laughs) Oh, breath weapon brackets gold bracket damage. Yeah. So you walk over and you can, you, oh my god. You guys remember the first Thor movie? Yeah. When the fucking, the giant, like, robot dude has, like, the laser that comes out of their chest? Like, you, you, it, Maris has sort of a similar fold from their body. They just feel it, and they can just... Yeah. Fire just burns out of their chest directly, roasting two of these frost beasts. Not putting them down, but doing a significant amount of shock damage to them. I think her throat glow is better than yours. <laughs> Sukunkana, it's your turn. Assuming that Maris had nothing else to do. Yeah, and I'm just gonna like blow, like whoosh, blow some smoke out of my throat, and uh, <laughs> just, just look, of, just look hot. Yeah, just, just sort of like just cough, re-grip. like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like a cute like puff of smoke. Yeah. And then uh, just gonna regrip my maul for my next attack. All right. Well, uh, Sukun Kana, how far away are they from her? Fifty feet. Fifty feet. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Well, she's gonna run forward thirty feet. Okay. <laughs> Actually, how far would that be? Wouldn't it be 20 feet forward? To be 30 feet away? Yes. Yeah. Okay, she runs 20 feet forward. <laughs> uh, you have a definite better line of sight to the one... Uh, Maris, are you are you tangling with the one that is unoccupied or the one that is occupied with your boy? Uh, I think I went to the unoccupied. Okay, that's what I thought too. Because of the size of your bro, he's kind of blocking the sight of the one that's in front of him. But you have a pretty decent line of sight for the one that Maris is with. 
Okay, I'll attack that one. Hell yeah. With produce flame. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> produce the shit out Crazy. of it. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She she mutters Akin Koko and she casts produce flame. I got 16. All right. That hits. Awesome. Roll D. Ooh, I got max damage. Nice. Okay. Once again, with a brutality that you didn't expect that you had within yourself, as the beast takes the hit from Maris's breath weapon, it roars in fury, and stifled by this roar coming from its glowing blue icy throat, a fucking ball of fire flies down and quenches the color that is coming from its mouth, and similarly, its life. It's unlife. <laughs> you know when you go to arcades and you have the ball rolling one and you have to get it in the in the ring in the middle? Ski ball? Yeah, the key ski ball. That's what she's playing. But with the mouth of a creature. <laughs> but with murder, yeah. Is did it die? Oh, cool. Does anybody have a reaction to that? Just like a fireball just landing right in their mouth in front of Maris? I definitely like I turn around and I'm just kind of like like why like a wide open arms like yeah. Keep it up, Sukukana. Yeah. Yeah, she like she like does like thumbs up back and then she <laughs> then, and then she trots backwards ten feet. <laughs> Next up is Fang, who is like, like Shit, I forgot about absolutely her. Absolutely flabbergasted <laughs> at what is happening right now. She takes a minute and she a full minute. runs thirty feet to the uh, the right side of behind Condemned, takes out her bow, fires, trying to nail this last beast. And she gets oh fuck. Uh not enough. She's super fucking no distracted. <laughs> I yell, "Don't miss!" And she's about to. <laughs> and she's about to shoot. What? Bling. <laughs> Honestly, every time someone shoots someone besides uh, condemned and doesn't get a nat one, I'm actually a little bit relieved at this point. <laughs> that's, you know, that's a good point. That's <laughs> so once again, she seems to be struggling to comprehend everything going on around her. She's not used to being around people with such uh, competency. Damn straight, I'm competent. It seems like it's unusual that this is working so well, which is kind of a <laughs> mood over here too. IRL. Yeah. <laughs> Connie, it is your turn. You have one beast upon you. All right. How how bad is it looking? Does it look like I'm going to get to kill steel and just get the kill shot on this thing again after my allies did all the damage to it? Out of curiosity. Using the optional rule that doesn't exist in 5e, it is technically bloodied. Wait, that doesn't exist in 5e? No, it's a it's a fourth edition thing. What'd you get? Guess who did get a natty one? <gasps> oh, no. Oh, boy. You produce flame on yourself. Yeah, because what I was thinking was that Condemned was like, I'll finish this one off. And like, if I got it, what I was totally going to do is try and like grip it below the jaw and then just like elbow pile drive its its neck to be snapped. And I feel like that is just ripe with opportunities to fuck me over, honestly. Yeah. Just whack your funny bone off a tooth. <laughs> with the intent to grab it below the jaw, your hand reaches out in such a, a fast and... Uh, intentful manner into this beast's roaring mouth and you you have uh these if your 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 arm is very large and you're sort of using the the elbow down motion at the same time unfortunately the belief that you have in yourself is sort of working against you right now as you bring your elbow down upon the skull of the being that currently has your hand within its your arm within its jaw. Oh no. And you sort of clench your own <laughs> fucking arm. 
with the jaws of this frost beast. Gross. Ow, that, oh, that's Remember what I said in the very beginning of this when oh. I said, can't stop me if I stop myself? <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to roll some like some uh, some stuff here real quick. Don't worry about it. Oh, fuck. Uh, I suppose this thing does cold damage. You take seven piercing damage. Seven piercing damage. And... Do that con save that we talked about earlier. Okay. I don't like that. This isn't good. So that's seven damage. Constitution saving throw, a total of 16. Okay. Nothing happens in regards to that, but you uh, definitely take this this piercing damage upon your arm, and it, it, it feels awful. You feel foolish, and you're frustrated. Okay. I'm going to, like pull my arm out uh you're not able to fair enough you have the teeth embedded into your forearm okay it's taking the opportunity to really give you the business <laughs> that's fair that's fair i can't I, I can't say that is incorrect i'm gonna turn around and i'm going to say don't worry i've got it just where i want it <laughs> it's not getting away from me this time <laughs> and i'm going to just very quick. I'm going to use uh, my second wind to recover oh, some smart. hit points so that I'm no longer That's at three. Call. Yeah. Also, by the way, this marks the point where I've officially taken more damage from enemies <gasps> than my allies. Oh, Although this is technically your own fault. Are you your own ally or are you your own enemy? <laughs> Actually, you know what? That's true. Yeah, yeah. This is technically your fault. No, you know what? That's true. I'm going to add this to the total of okay. hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got five hit points from that. I don't know why I use D&D Beyond, but okay. It's just so easy to just click a button. You know, mm -hmm. you don't think about yeah. it. Back in my day, we had to roll the dice manually. Back in my day, we had to use an abacus. <laughs> for what? For math. Oh, for points and stuff. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot there was math involved because I used the computer. Yeah, I played this game with editing and math. <laughs> Uh, so unfortunately, up next is uh, that beast who has currently got a mouthful of arm. I thought you were going to say, unfortunately, I thought it was Sukunkana's turn, so I was like, oh, you're such a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Bearing its teeth down and digging them more into your uh, wrist, it doesn't do something necessarily intelligent, but they haven't been demonstrating them to be doing a whole lot of that lately. And what they're going to do is they're going to... Have you ever, like, had a dog who, like, got something in their mouth? And I know that uh, Grim knows what I'm about to say. When they just sort of, like, fucking shake their head like crazy and just sort of like... Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're going to do that with your arm. Cool. Believe it or not, I'm going to roll with advantage. I'm honestly glad that you're rolling it all. <laughs> wow. Wow. You, this you thing wants didn't have a me chance. dead. You got... Two natural 20s? Didn't have Shucks, one chance. Two. It was Didn't nice having both arms for that wow. period of time when that was a thing. What is with oh the rolls in our game? <sighs> All right, so I'm going to roll this damage, and I'm going to roll it to everyone. Oh, I was like, you can't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shucks, howdy. Sounds like somebody's going to get a healing word after this fight. Is it me? <laughs> Yeah, so you take a grand total of fourteen damage off of this this teeth this this beast bearing into your arm and shaking with the violence of one who is now in their eyes the pack leader. You know that's not incorrect. Yeah, that's that's honestly that's correct. If anyone's the leader, it's Connie. You can feel the tendons in your arm, or they're slipping, and you can feel part of the bone is cracking, and it 
it's incredibly uncomfortable. And unfortunately, I'm also going to need that con save still. Are you? That didn't kill him? I'm, I'm at zero. Oh, no, I'm at zero. I guess right now we're just looking for massive damage. You're down? Oh, well, in that case, if you're if you're down... Uh... Yeah, so you just see me like, I've got him right where I want him. And then you just see him like <laughs> at the opposite end of where you'd expect him to be of that scene with uh, the Hulk and Loki at the end of the first Avengers movie. Um <laughs> You you are on your knees. You can't you can't yeah. bear the pain. You're you you fall unconscious. Anyway, Maris. Uh... Fuck. So I'm gonna as 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 a lawful neutral rules lawyer. I've got to point out. I think I do still have to make the Constitution saving throw. And if I fail it, then that just inflicts the death penalties, the the death failure on me. Mm. You know what? You know. Yes, you're right. <laughs> we should play this. In the hard survival way that we've determined that this game is played. Okay. And I want to point out, I said that after I rolled the con save automatically and I got a nine. Um, Okay. So is that a failure? It sure is. I feel like nine's pretty high, though. It should be noted that Sukun Kana is uh, screaming (laughs) in the background. Now... The enemy have, enemies have done more damage to me than our team has collectively. So, Connie, you are unconscious, so you can only feel what in your mind feels like maybe the coldest you've ever felt in that specific part of your body. The rest of you, you can see that his gray arm is starting to turn blue and crystalline. I have resistance. <laughs> Doesn't help with a death saving throw. No. Doesn't come up yet. We'll see what happens when your turn comes around. Uh, Maris. You can't resist in hell. I'm sure you get plenty of cold resistance in hell. <laughs> I'm going to look back at Sukunkana and I'm just going to be like, stay back. <laughs> Don't go near <laughs> that thing. Do not pursue. She looks ready to run in. This is probably why you're saying that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no. Yeah, I'm like, we're not losing two. She's crying, officially. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sprint up to that. I can get to that, right? I assume I'm in... Yes, yeah. it's 20 feet away. Or no, 10 feet away. Perfect. Yeah, I'm just going to sprint up to it as fast as, like, as fast as I can and just try to, like, try to get it, like, right, like, in the snow. So hopefully I can, like, break a tooth or two. Uh, or wait, is it still clamped onto him? Yes. Yeah, please don't do that. Oh, okay, yeah. never mind. <laughs> never mind, I'm not going to do that. I'm, tra- I'm going to take my sword, my, my hammer... And I'm going <laughs> to smash his arm clean off because it's all frozen. It'd be super easy right now. I'm going to take my maul and I'm going to throw it and I'm going to bite his other arm. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, okay. I'm going to go up and I'm going to I'm gonna be like, drop him. And I'm going to I'm gonna smack it in the butt. All right. Drop it? I'm oh just going to yeah, smack yeah. it in the butt. Oh, uh, is this like like from behind, like you're like you're kicking it in the butt like with your with your maul, or is it sort of like down onto its hips? Um, I think no, I think it's like right, like I'm putting it in the butt, pretty much. Okay, fuck, <laughs> that's an eight. <laughs> Unfortunately, that does not do it. You you uh consumed by the passion that you have for saving this person who you have at the very least over this short period of time grown to appreciate, if not care for. Uh, you take the maul and you swing it and you just sort of like whiff on the tail. The the tail of the bee sort of flutters over and some uh, shards of crystalline ice fly off it into the distance. Imagine being Fang and watching the competence of this team nosedive immediately. Like, wow. <laughs> everything, everything but panicking. Like Fang's been helping them. True. Yeah, fucking Fang. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, Sukunkana. Uh, Sukunkana is um, hyperventilating. And she's like, okay, survival first, survival first. And she uh, says, uh, 
Akin Kuku. Akin Akin Kuku. And she is going to cast Produce Flame to try to attack it. And just how far away is it? She have to move ten feet forward or twenty feet forward again? Uh yeah, you'll have to meet you'll have to move uh I think it's ten feet, right? Ten feet. Yeah, you'll have to move ten feet forward. She moves ten feet forward. This thing is now like it because of Connie being like basically like passed out with like an arm uh up in this thing's mouth. This thing is now taller than it. You get a pretty decent point of view on it. Yeah, she can feel like the the tears that she's crying um, freezing to her face. And I'm going to use my point of inspiration to attack this guy. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, you have that. Yeah. Okay, that's almost too bad. So I was going to say if Connie died because Sukun Kana got a nat one and hit him and then <laughs> the next one... I failed my death saving throw. Like, <laughs> I would be sad that Condemned Story did not get to complete, but I would laugh for the next solid week straight. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be so fun. Okay, I got a 15 and an 18, so plus 6 for the 18. That's 20. Yeah, that's plenty. 18 plus math is fine. 18 plus math, yeah. I got a 5, so that's 10 damage. <gasps> okay. How would you like to do this? Yes! Yee. All right, uh, so it's like biting my my good friend, maybe my best friend. Uh, so she's like really, really upset and shaking and like crying. But she like takes like a, she takes a deep breath. Like, <sighs> can I offer a small little thing? Yeah. You feel a a a guiding hand reach around yours to just offer you a little bit of assistance, like the movie Ghost. Yes, but with arson. She just quietly says. Hoo-ya, which means, okay, let's go. <laughs> Hoo-ya. And she throws it um, with more determination than she's actually shown until now. Like, this is, like, like the first life and death experience that she's ever had, you know? Like, sure, the fights before were scary, but, like, in her mind, didn't think that anyone would die. Because, like, she goes out thinking, like, you know, if I try hard enough, everything's going to work out okay. <laughs> she you know. believes in the power of love and the heart of the cards. and Yeah, you know, she's yeah. got protagonist syndrome. She believes everything's going to be okay if she just goes out and tries her best. And that's not the fact of the world. So she throws it with all of her might and it, like, hits the ice wolf, I think, in the in its, like, side, I suppose. Um, and I want to imagine that, like, like this particular produced flame is very spicy. Habanero. <laughs> and I want it to, like, m- like, melt its way through its body. You know, killing it by melting into its carapace. You're able to see something that not everybody, not anybody else is able to see. And as you throw it, the the guiding hand that was helping you to get a good bead on this, it follows the produced flame, the tiny ball of produced flame, and as it bores into the side of the carapace of this beast, you can see that it's slowly pushing it into the middle of it. Sick. From there, the the beast's jaw relaxes, Condemn's arm falls out, the beast, with an unusual amount of speed, simply emulates from within. Falls to pieces, the bones and the crystals sort of lay on the ground, some of the crystals shatter. Condemned is uh, super unconscious. Uh, Sukun kind of runs the the heck over, like, immediately after the danger is gone. Yeah, I'm rolling the dog, like, I'm rolling it as far away from him as I can. Yeah, and she's kind of, like, she's kind of panicking. She's not good in high-stress situations. She's like, like, do I use a spell or do I use... Do I use my, my potion or... You, you can hear Condemned's, like, voice from, like, beyond, like, the... This- the, gr- the almost grave of like only oh right give me a death save real oh, yeah. quick 
Okay, <laughs> 11. So I, I got to pass. Like, from beyond the almost grave, like, just use one point of lay on the hands. <laughs> yeah, she's panicking. I can re- I can recover hit points on a short rest. Yeah, she does not know what she's doing. She's like, what do I do? How do I do this? What? <laughs> she's, like, freaking out. Come on, let's... I, I know lay, of, lay on hands. She completely forgot. <laughs> so are you going to do that? Yeah, I can do that. I'll, I'll, I'll do this. All right, so I believe that we said that your lay on hands is uh, fire-based. Oh, right. So you like to describe how that works in regards to healing condemned from his wounds and his arm and bringing him back to the brink of consciousness. And it still hurts, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. So I think it's like a... Try to be as gruesome as possible, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put my hands on my chest and then I just kind of like bring them up my throat together in front of my mouth. Um, and then you can see a brightness there. And then... Like as if I was holding like a little bit of a fire and warming my hands up, I rub them together and then I place them on his arm where the bite was. The the warmth and the heat from that and the the power that's in that fire has rejuvenating uh, properties. So you can kind of feel that starting to like that cold and that ice and that disgustingness start to uh, wither away, melt away a little bit. All right. How many of the hit points are you giving me? Just the one to bring me up, or? Uh, no, I'll give you, I'll give you two. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what a good friend! No, I'll give you, I'll give you three because I'll take two. Thanks. Okay, yeah, it's a good, it, it's it's a good idea to keep a couple around, and then you can just use it on like, dying allies. So as you like, just sear, and the arm like cauterizes close. There's that thing where he's like. He just like sits bolts like straight up like oh that's brisk <laughs> that'll wake you up in the morning <laughs> <sighs> so it'll be fun yeah uh, Fang looks and she's like flabbergasted like I can't I can't figure out if you guys are brilliant or idiots Sick and Khan is still crying she just like she goes in response i i can't understand why you why you brought her along she's so she's too emotional for the road hey hey you don't talk bad about our baby did you see what she did to that giant wolf or giant creature yeah she did a fuck a lot more than you did i recognize that but it's you out here you you had to be ruthless sukungana like you have to you have to find the strength within yourself a little bit more sukungana glares at her and she says i made the choice against what I wanted to kill that thing before I healed Connie because I knew that was the right thing to do. So I'm not wrong for having emotions if I can still make the right choice. I can't agree. Condemned is going to bring up his arm and he's going to point to it where it's still like kind of like bleeding, but it's cauterized. And he's going, you are right that she is too emotional for this work now. But look, my arm was wounded. It will scar. It will be harder than it was before. But it could not get to that point without being wounded first. Sukunkana has been wounded. She will be harder after this. Give her time. Well, I I can't disagree with that. Sukunkana sticks her tongue out. Bang. Even though, like his his inspiring <laughs> message was just like, "Don't worry, she'll she'll die inside like the rest of us soon." <laughs> she'll she's got to get a good dose of trauma, and then she'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> That's his very not toxic prescription. <sighs> I don't want to 
you know, slow us down or anything. But if we could take, like, nap. Yes. <laughs> we could take short like, bursts. If we could take an hour, I'd appreciate it. I always want to take a nap. Yeah, all right. We should uh, we should get away from here and then maybe to the next checkpoint and then we should we should sit down. Sukun kind of wants to get one of the wolf skulls. Uh, sure. There's one that's oh. not destroyed. Actually, yeah, yeah no, she, good point. She wants to get one and she's going to use produce flame to like like melt off all the flesh and ice, you know, make it clean. As you do this, you you take your produce flame out and you sort of run it over the skull and try to clean it off as best you can and uh, in a new sensation that you are definitely not familiar with, the skin of this beast is is bubbling and rippling and eventually melting off, and the the smell of the burning fur is is unforgettable, and it's 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 ingrained into your memory for probably the rest of time, considering that this is this appears to be describably older than time, but somehow kept mobile. Describably icky, nasty. Yeah. Uh, she kind of holds it up and she kind of looks at it because, cause, like, did it kind of resemble the wolves in her dreams? Yes, it very much did. Yeah, and so she kind of holds it and um, she's actually going to do something that's probably going to gross everyone out. She's going to give it a little smooch. Yeah, she's too emotional for this. I don't know, actually. Maybe we should send her home. <laughs> I think you're right, Fang. I'm so sorry. I'm also really sorry about the racist thing I said earlier. Yeah, that was still not cool. <laughs> we We all have a lot of growing to do. Yeah. Uh, so you, you take the skull and you you bring it to your lips and do you close your eyes? Is it fairly like? Yeah, she kind of just like like says internally like like a prayer for it, mm-hmm. and she's just like, I hope you moved on, and I hope that it's better where you are. Uh, see, seeing this, um, condemned is actually going to chide himself internally for thinking of like such weak things as like slowing down. Uh, when there's clearly materials to be harvested, so he's gonna like, very kind of like shakily like get to his feet and like stretch a bit to try it, mostly in vain, to like stretch out the fact that he just got his ass handed to him. Um, also, by the way, I'm just keeping track. Only one that took damage again. Yeah, I think so. Cool, but All that's right. your job. I, I'm doing the tank job, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, I just took damage from the pit. No, you took damage from metagaming. No, you didn't take damage from the pit. You took damage from the from the dad joke. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Stupid idiot. I'm my own worst enemy. Yeah. Condemned would like to uh, to take out his hunting knife and his, uh, his bonesmith's tools, which I imagine also includes some harvesting stuff. Yes. And he would like to uh, try and harvest as much usable bone as he can. And if that's too much for him to carry, just to get the highest quality stuff. Like, the bone, and I imagine the flesh and hide would be basically useless. How many diamonds have these wolves eaten? They are not diamonds. They are <laughs> <laughs> ice cream. A whole chest popped out. Oh, is there any that look any fun and interesting to me? Yes, there's certainly some that are unfamiliar but seemingly usable to you. You're able to get a few uh, crystals that you might be able to use in your alchemy later. Connie, you're able to get some relatively good uh, femur bones, and you're able to get some teeth as well. All right, I'll do some femur bones and teeth so fang looking to sukunkana while the rest of these other two you know loot these bodies says you should mark where we found these and then we should get the fuck out of here uh she she quietly takes out her cartography stuff and she writes it down on her map um and she also like i think like she probably also has like a journal you know like how how young teenagers have journals that they used to take yeah to journal in like her bullet journal (laughs) 
<laughs> and she writes in this event and she's like like writes in the question mark like kakin wolves why are there undead wolves in the tundra you know kind of like one of those things that she wants to come back to think about and she's she's absolutely keeping the skull she like very gently puts it into her pack how much do these uh how, how much do these bones weigh roughly uh collectively the the bones that you got probably about like 35 pounds fuck yeah they're very they're very dense i would imagine yeah especially if you're only looking for the good ones yeah so sukun kana you've got to uh take your mask off before to kiss the wolf skull right which spin up so when you were in the tent like it was completely dark right like and you put your mask on and everything before you came out of it and so this is the first time that uh, Condemned has actually seen Sukun Kana's face. And so as he's like over like the body and he's looking up and he's kind of like looking up at Sukun Kana as she's like, as she pulls the mask down, Sukun Kana is probably too busy for this, but uh, Maris, and I guess also Fang, if we care about her, which we don't, but Maris would um, have noticed like he'd just like stop, like he'd go stock still and he'd have this kind of like thousand yard stare as he's like looking at her face. And then he'd like kind of shake his head and he'd go back to cutting up the bone, but he would be in a completely different state of mind as like something is deeply troubling him. Fang notices your, your thousand yard stare and she asks, what, what's, what's the matter? Don't worry about it. Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode two of Tales of Bone and Ice, starring Grimm as Sukunkana, Marilyn as Maris Terraset, Candor as Condemned, and myself, Brian Sherwood, as the DM. Editing and music done by Chelsea Love. As it stands right now, we have our first three episodes out right now, and we are intending, permitting, to upload two episodes a month. If you like the show, tweet at us on our Twitter, at BonePod, using the hashtag BonePod. And we might use your name or a name you suggest as a character on the show. If you really liked it, share it with a friend and consider giving us a rating on iTunes or your preferred podcast app. Once again, I'm Brian Sherwood. Thanks again for listening. And remember to schedule regular vet appointments for your furry friend so that you can catch anything serious early and avoid expensive vet bills as best you can. 